Here's an impressive stat for you. Over 95% of Ulta Beauty's sales come from members of its loyalty program. With that in mind, is it any wonder they're hyper-focused on taking their game to the next level when it comes to personalization technology? In this episode of Tech Transformation, we're talking with Kelly Mahoney, Ulta Beauty's VP of Customer Marketing, about how they're standing out in a sea of loyalty programs. We're joined by Richard Widdowson of SaaS to share how retailers are using data and analytics to make these decisions about consumer experiences more quickly than ever. Stay tuned for that and more on this episode of Tech Transformation. Welcome to Tech Transformation with CGT and RIS News, where we explore the innovative tech strategies and trends in retail and consumer goods. I'm Lisa Johnston, Senior Editor at CGT. And in this episode, I'm talking with Kelly Mahoney, VP of Customer Marketing at Ulta Beauty, and Richard Widowson, VP Global Retail and CPG Solutions at SAS, and a member of the CGT RIS Executive Council. Kelly and Richard are here to talk about some of the ways Ulta is using technology to connect with consumers and ensure it has a real mobile-first omni-channel strategy. Ulta has been investing in its personalization capabilities, and it's doing so in ways that it's seeing benefits both online and in stores. So Kelly and Richard, welcome. Thanks so much for joining. Uh, Kelly, can you get us started by telling us just a little bit about yourself? Great. Well, thank you for having me, Lisa. It's a pleasure. So I'm Kelly Mahoney, and as you said, Vice President of Customer Marketing at Ulta Beauty. So at Ulta Beauty, I lead our Ultimate Rewards Loyalty Program and Credit Card Programs, as well as our CRM and Personalization Strategy. Super excited to have you here. Richard, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely, yes. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Kelly. Uh, I'm Richard Wittes, and I lead the Global Retail and Consumer Goods Solutions Business Unit here at SAS. Uh, I've been with SAS for about three years now, but spent many years prior to that in the retail industry. Uh, we many support many customers around the world, and, and Ulta has been a great customer of ours, and we continue to support Kelly and her team on helping them navigate those highly personalized customer journeys. I want to start us out by talking about personalization. So personalization means a lot of different things, depending on who you're talking to. We've talked in the past on tech transformation about how brands and retailers are really trying to get it away from turning into just a buzzword. So for Alta, Kelly, what, you know, start us out. Tell us what does personalization mean? Yeah, that's a very valid question because as you said, I think personalization can mean so many different things to different people and even in different categories of retail. But in beauty, personalization is really key. We believe that personalization is how we can create that emotional connection And in turn, we think we can inspire brand love and ultimately lifetime loyalty. But beauty is a very personal and emotional category. So at Ulta Beauty, personalization for us, it's all about understanding who our consumer is intimately. So not just transactionally, but understanding what motivates them, what even inspires our consumers. And then it's about activating and orchestrating journeys that are highly relevant and even in the moment to meet our consumers wherever they're shopping. So at Ulta, we're really fortunate to have over 95% of our sales coming from members of the Ultimate Rewards Loyalty Program. So that means we have access to a lot of first-party data about our guests that we can use to personalize experiences across all the ways that our guests are interacting with us. We have things like our recommendations engine that are powering personalized suggestions for products, 
We're using next best decisioning algorithms that help us anticipate and support the exploration of beauty with our guests. And we're even using it to power the offers that we deliver to our guests in an optimized way for things like who the right audience is or to optimize for response that support the conversion of the purchase for our guests. Can we talk a little bit about mobile-first omni-channel personalization? Um, I know in our conversations, it's something Ulta is focused on. So how is this different from other digital personalization? Yeah, mobile-first omni-channel shopping, I think the important distinction there is the acknowledgement that personalization is about reaching the consumer where the consumer is across all the ways that they shop with Ulta Beauty. So for us, that means on Ulta.com, in our mobile app, but it also means shopping in our stores. And more recently, it even means shopping at the experience we're offering at Ulta Beauty at Target. So the mobile first reflects our strategy to enable these personalized experiences, you know, really leveraging the mobile device is kind of that handshake to experiencing us. So we know our consumer is connected even when they're shopping inside our stores. Consumers are using that device to check for things like product reviews and ratings. They're using it to discover and to explore, even to check whether or not they have a relevant offer in the moments. And so our consumers are telling us that, you know, we need to think about personalization in, in different ways to engage our customer more fluidly and more seamlessly, and it doesn't hurt to make it more enjoyable. Can we talk about the Glam Lab? You know, for those who are listening, they don't know it's it's a virtual beauty tool, but can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yes, and we are so proud of our Glam Lab. Um, it is embedded in the mobile app experience and it's augmented reality. And the, the innovation team at Ulta Beauty created Glam Lab. We, we love it, but more importantly, our guests really love it too. So we talked earlier about exploration and discovery. That's a really important journey in, in beauty. It's a reason why you know, customers really ex need to explore beauty and play with beauty. And so we knew that in an omni-channel landscape that we needed to find a way, and especially nowadays with the whole physical and digital experience starting to blur, we felt we really needed to think about a way to bridge that physical dependency that we had on coming to the store as the only place to explore and discover beauty. So that's the importance of Glam Lab. The augmented, the other element to this is that there are some complicated decisions that need to get made in, in beauty. Um, things like shade match for foundation. And so how we solve for this, it had to be very accurate and very sophisticated to truly bridge that divide. So I'm very proud of the innovation team at Ulta Beauty for how they were able to develop a, a solution to this problem. And the good news is, I mean, our guests really do love it. We've seen um, an increase in engagement using this, this particular uh, tool on our mobile app. Certainly, this was an important experience at the height of COVID back in 2020, when we had to shut all of our retail locations down. So there was no physical location to come and enjoy the exploration of beauty. So we leaned in heavily to the Glam Lab experience and so glad we had invested in that. So we had that as an experience, but that only accelerated um, how much the guests are using the tool to use it as a, a real way to, to explore, discover, and ultimately buy 
beauty using Glam Lab. And not not to be underestimated, the experience is just a lot of fun. And it's really <laughs> engaging for a guest. It really is. No, I've had the chance to use it through the app. And it really, I mean, it's one of those digital tools that it's not only useful, but it is, it's fun to use, which I imagine is helping, you know, drive it forward. Absolutely. So Richard, I want to move over to you. You know, we know that making decisions quickly to react to consumer needs is really important today. We're not sure there's really anything else that's more important today. Um, and so I, in your experience, when you're looking, you know, really at the broader retail landscape, how are retailers today using data and analytics to make these decisions more quickly? You know, this is a tech show this is for a tech audience. So let's dig a little bit into the tech that's driving this. Sure. Yeah, great. And, and you're right. You know, the, the ability to make those decisions so quickly now is um, is ever increasing. And the other thing that's increasing is the volume of data that, that's out there, that's available, that retailers are, are trying to consume and, and do something with. So, you know, the volume of data is increasing and the speed that the retailer needs to be able to do something with that data, make a decision, um, that's also increasing rapidly. So, so as you said, you know, how are they able to make those decisions quicker? Well, you know, the, the analytical capability where that comes into play here is, I think the best way I can describe it is if you've got all that data, the ability to very quickly filter through that mass of data, um, surface up the information that's really relevant uh, for the decision that you're trying to make, and serve that up in a way to the to the to the retail user, you know, the, the person in Kelly's team that can actually take an action from that data and do it very very quickly. So filter through all the noise, you know, get to the to the real root uh, of the information behind this, but but drive an action and do it quickly. But also, I think what what customers are looking for is that sounds great, Richard. But then it's the ability to keep monitoring that behaviour and the accuracy of those decisions that are being served up to make sure you're getting that repeatable best outcome every single day as you go forward. Kelly, let's. I want to dig a little bit more into mobile, mobile technology, mobile experiences. How are these mobile experiences uh, supporting the consumer experiences and, you know, maybe even the, the in-store associate experiences as well? Yeah, absolutely. As, as I mentioned, the consumer is now connected. So many are using a device to even augment their in-store shopping experience today. And the next gen consumer, we know is even more connected. So that's really important for us, Ulta Beauty, as we think about growth and making sure that we're capturing the hearts and minds of that next gen shopper. So they're using the device, they're using it to help navigate their journey everywhere they engage. For sure, we can sort of visualize how that's being used in digital form. But in the store, I mean, I've seen it myself as I've walked through an Ulta Beauty on a Saturday, people having their phone in their hands and checking things like ratings and product reviews and prices and even special offers, just to name a few. So all of these experience kind of support that exploration and that navigation while in store. So recognizing this, we are doubling down on innovation to fuel those guest experiences and the use of a device to sort of enable that growth. And just to reflect for a moment on the associate, I think there's a, a, a very big opportunity for us to help our associates inside our stores navigate the guest experience and personalize the guest experience. It's tricky and it's something that we're thinking about very deeply, but we do understand that there is a place for the device 
and how that device can really support our associates delivering a highly relevant and very personalized guest experience. You know, I'm glad you said that. And we hear a lot more often from the retailers we speak with about how they're really trying to leverage the power of their associates um, because they are so important. Um, and it sounds like that's what Ulta is really moving towards. You know, I want to talk for a long time. There's a lot of talk about the death of retail. Um, and what that often meant was the death of the store. I think we all know, certainly all of us on this on this call know that's not true. Um, it certainly doesn't come up as nearly as often as it once did. But the value in the retail store is changing. Uh, so why is the store experience still so important right now? Yeah, I mean, our guests love the convenience of shopping online. There's no doubt about it. Um, but from our perspective, we know they really enjoy the store experience and the environment that I think so effortly enables that play and discovery that's so critical to the beauty category. It's just the store is kind of the marquee experience. It's where it all comes together. I know we did some surveying, especially as we were coming out of COVID, that 95% of our guests were saying they really missed the store experience. That I think they missed the play. I think they missed the human connection that our store associates, which we just talked about, really important. They give our guests a very unique experience every single day. I want to build a little bit. You addressed this briefly, but I'd like to build on the generational point. So you were talking a little bit about Gen Z, but how does the store experience or the value of the store experience differ from generation to generation, especially with Gen Z? Yeah, that next gen shopper, they're just highly for beauty. They're really engaged in beauty and insights are suggesting that they even will over index in their beauty spend. So they're important. They are digitally very native, but through insights, we know they prioritize that store experience. They really value that human connection and an experience where they can get that. So they're kind of the perfect example as to why we as a retailer need to be critically thinking about creating that omni-channel, personalized, seamless experience so that we capture their hearts and we capture their minds and ultimately their long-term loyalty shopping at Ulta Beauty in-store, online, wherever they need to be. Richard, I want to again go over to you. Uh, As we're talking about how things are changing, you have an extensive retail background. Um, Before SAS, you spent years with CVS, JCPenney, Save-A-Lot. You spent a decade with Walmart. So in your perspective, how have things changed? How are things changing? And really, how is technology powering these changes? Yeah, when I think back to uh, I think back to my time at Walmart, and, and I think anybody that walks a Walmart physical store today, you can certainly see how things have, have changed over time. But the other thing that's really interesting with Walmart is, is how you can now engage as a shopper with Walmart. They've, they've, they've changed a lot how you can, you can make that purchase. But it's funny when I, f- I reflect back on this, you know, some things haven't changed with Walmart, unfortunately, and with a lot of retailers. They are not immune from the challenges that all retailers face as they're trying to uh, work through some of the supply chain challenges and the experience of out of stocks. And, and the funny thing now with, uh, you know, shopping with a, a retailer, Walmart or anyone else, you've not only got out of stock opportunities on the shelf, but you've also now got the out of stock opportunity in the in the trunk of your vehicle or maybe on the package on your doorstep because those are the different ways that you can engage with the customer. So, you know, when you think about the role of technology and how and and data and how it's to help solve those complex challenges, it, it's where it's the ability to solve those time uh, those challenges in real time and, and help those associates in in the Walmart or any other store 
to use that technology to help them really truly take care of the customer, however the customer chooses to shop now. I want to, we're nearing the end of our time. I want to talk a little bit more about loyalty though. So especially loyalty programs, Kelly, they're really common right now. Um, you know, Ulta has one, certainly many retailers have one. Do you think we're in danger of loyalty fatigue or or maybe instead, you know, really high consumer expectations? And, you know, how does Ulta deal with this challenge? Yes. Well, loyalty programs, they are quite common. And I am seeing a lot of activity lately by retailers, whether that's new programs popping up or even even you know, refreshing existing programs, that's for sure. I think it's great, honestly. <laughs> loyalty programs, they benefit the consumer, so I think it's great. Now, to your question about is there risk of fatigue by the consumer, I mean, I think we've been dealing with that um, from the start, really. We have always been in competition as a loyalty program owner. I I've always worried about competition across not just the retailer that sells beauty that has a loyalty program, but every retailer that offers a loyalty program because we're, we're competing for mindshare across industries all the time. I think there's a great stat out there that I've always heard that, you know, the average consumer is participating in over 50 programs, but really they're only dedicating time and energy to four or something like that. Um, so this is an age old problem. So what we do at Ulta Beauty is we focus on creating a program that's simple. It's easy to use and it's compelling. And how we've been navigating this, because clearly the landscape is changing, is that while we have such a successful program that has grown tremendously, we know that what got us here won't get us there. And so we're always considering the value proposition that we offer the consumer. We're always taking a look at the market. And then we're constantly refreshing and adding new functionality. So right now our focus is, we believe we have a really great transactional value proposition. Our points are worth a lot of money if you save them up and you redeem them and there really are no restrictions to the program. So it couldn't be any easier to use the program. But what we wanna to add to that is this emotional connection. We've talked a lot about beauty being emotional. And so our program needs to provide that same purposeful and emotional feeling when our customers engage. And so that's really our focus right now is thinking through that lens and how can we make be, be, being a part of the Ultimate Rewards program feel like more meaningful for our guests. Okay, so we like to end each episode of Tech Transformation uh, by talking about retail innovation. So I'd like to hear from both of you uh, what is an innovative retail experience that you've personally undergone recently, uh, whether it's in stores or online? This could be with Ulta Beauty. It could be somewhere else. Um, so, Richard, I'm going to start with you. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think um, <clears throat> the best one I can think of is as, as I, on a weekend when I have that little bit of spare time and I'm trying to get through my list of, of home DIY projects and uh, you're in the middle of something and, and you're missing a, a, you know, a part or something and the ability to quickly grab the phone, find what I want, you know, in the in the big box DIY retailers uh, app. They have the product available. The store's only twenty minutes away from me, so I jump in the car. I get down to the, uh, you know, get down to the store. The app open up opens up again. It recognizes I'm in the building uh, and tells me where the product is, so I know the aisle and the bay number. I just love that expect that experience, but then lo and behold, you get you get to the shelf, and guess what? There's there's nothing on the shelf. The the app is telling me, hey, there's six on hand, and there's nothing there. But 
the thing for me that really is, uh, I think, is powerful. The connection I'm now starting to see is I can turn around and, and grab a store associate, and they can then use their technology to say, "I, I see it. I can. We have the product in the store, and they disappear, and and it's it's not twenty minutes later. It's two minutes later. They they reappear, and they've found the product. They've reloc. They've located it themselves, and and I walk away with a happy customer. So, um, you know, that, that kind of innovation to me, how you've connected the online and the store experience together is, is really exciting to see. Kelly, how about you? What's your, what's the innovative retail experience you've personally undergone recently? Well, I am really, and I love the payments space. And so I am just enamored by what Amazon Fresh is doing. This whole idea of just walking into a store and filling up your cart with just a variety of different type of products. And then, being able to walk out. I didn't stand in a line. I didn't touch anything. I think it's amazing. And the other thing that's amazing about that is it's working. (laughs) It actually works. (laughs) So that to me is just uh, something that I find really innovative. You know, they talk a lot about surprise and delight, right? But when something really works, it it is sometimes still surprising when it comes to technology, I think, as we all know. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, well, Kelly, Richard, thank you so much for joining me today and talking with me and sharing your stories. Really excited to have you on Tech Transformation. I hope we can do a, a follow-up episode sometime soon. Thank you. It was definitely my pleasure. Thank you for having me, and I really appreciate the conversation. Thank you, Lisa. Nice to see you. Thanks for listening to Tech Transformation with CGT and RIS News. Be sure to subscribe to learn more innovative strategies and trends in the retail and consumer goods industries. And don't forget to visit rasnews.com and consumergoods.com to sign up for our newsletter.